We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Okay, Laura, I've got a good question to start off today with. Oh, nice. I'm turning the tables because it often is you have these great questions. You got this. And then you'll be like, Rhonda, why don't you answer it? (laughs) I'm like, I should have asked it first. Okay, so the question I have is, what does it what does it mean to live well in this world? And how do you define living well in this world? I feel like it kind of can unpack multiple areas of our lives. So I would love for you to answer that. Like, yeah. what does it mean for you yeah. to live well in this world? And how are you kind of carving that out? Yeah, it kind of comes from that scripture. It reminds me of that scripture, you know, that we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so we live in the world. The reality is we live in the world. We operate in the world. We work in the world, our family, our friends, you know, everything we do, our shopping, our responsibilities, everything is in this world. But how do we not be of the ways of this world? How do Mm. we live differently Mm -hmm. than the ways of the world? And, you know, I think it's a good question that we need to reflect on often because I think the ways of the world get in us Mm. more often than we realize and in ways that we don't even recognize before they're already in us and they begin to operate and they begin to show up in all different areas of our lives. And we're like, where did that come from? (laughs) So it's a good, I think that is a good reflection question that we should check our hearts in check in with our hearts often, like over and over and over. You know, one of the ways that um, I've noticed in my life, maybe I don't even know when this was, probably maybe even a year ago, uh, maybe a little short of a year ago, um, you know, I made the decision to shut down all my social media. I wasn't like, I wasn't a major, a major user, but like, I'd say at least 30 minutes a day, you know, I'd kind of scroll through my friends list. Um, I kind of had moved away from Facebook a little bit and was a little bit more on Instagram, you know, look, watched my friends' stories and things like that. And just kind of had it as a part of my life. And at one point, you know, as things started to get really, I don't know. I would almost say like gross on social media, like just mm-hmm. where there was a lot of conflict and a lot of like so many opinions on so many varied things that people seem to be using social media for as a platform for. I just thought, you know, this, I don't feel much life coming from this. I mean, years ago when Facebook started, I don't know if you remember this, but like, like we must have been, I don't know, in the t- early 2000s, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like posting cute pictures of your kids. And like, you know, you had all your friends on there and it was like sharing recipes and nobody posted anything that was like negative or, or like uh, harsh opinions about things. It was all just like, hey, these are helpful tips for living, mm-hmm. you know, the encouragements, people would share scriptures. It was a really life-giving space for friendship, connection, connecting with old friends that you don't get a chance Mm -hmm. to see. And somehow over the course of the last 15 years, it just has become this sort of cesspool for, Mm. or like this megaphone for people to espouse all of their own personal opinions about what they think about everything. And kind of like this idea of, if you don't see it this way, there's something wrong with you, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And when I think about 
being in the world and not of it, you know, social media does come to mind because so many people are in social media reading it daily and sort of being formed or even conformed to what they're supposed to think, what opinions they're supposed to have, whatever hot button issue is going on in politics or in the world or in the news, this is the side you're supposed to stand on. And if you don't, then you're going to be shamed or you're going to be canceled. And this Mm. just sort of of seems to be the way. Mm. And I feel like over this last, like just under a year that I've sort of shut that off, there's been so much more peace in my life And that is one of the ways that I feel like I am learning to live in the world, Mm -hmm. but not to be of the world, not to allow, you know, every opinion of what social media tells me I'm supposed to be and how I'm supposed to think and what opinion I'm supposed and what side I'm supposed to fall on this Mm -hmm. or that issue. Mm -hmm. um, That's not forming me. I'm actually going to the word of God instead and allowing that to form me Mm -hmm. and then approaching all of these things from that place as opposed to getting on, you know, getting in the battle and getting on the sides of all these things. So that would be one way I would say. That's really, I know. And it's interesting because we kind of went off social media around the same time. We did, yeah. we had this random conversation about it and we both realized we were pulling away from it completely. Hadn't even discussed it together. No, no. Mine was the same. Like I found myself after being on it, be like, wow, like I actually feel so heavy and down. Right. And I feel agitated and I feel like this is not healthy. And why am I looking at this? Like what? And you know what? Yeah, I keep track on little things in people's lives. But actually, part of me is like, they could reach out to me. Like, it's not like before social media. This is, I've got an email address. I have a phone number. Like, honestly, you know, you can email me anytime. And I love talking to people. So I was like, this is not really going to be useful. And if I miss an event and it's only on social media, I'm just going to have to be okay with that. Like, I I can't, I just got to be okay with it. But you know what else was really, I think one of the deciding factors for me was not so much even that. I think even a greater part was this pull that even when I would put something on social media, I wanted to be seen in a certain way. Like it was pulling from me that I was like to this, not perfectionism, but this frame, this picture I wanted people to see. And I realized that's not living well. Like having that portrayal is not realistic. It's actually not a realistic way of living. And I don't want people that I'm pastoring and leading to see me like I'm perfect. Like every picture I do is like this perfect or to go through this whole thing where I err. I I don't know. I'm just like, this is not the venue. This is not the influence place. I want to be able to portray these aspects of my life. And so I feel like that was a big part of myself too, because I, I would find it really hard to post something not good. I wanted to be like, Oh, look at our family. Look at this. Look at that. Right. And then I was like, what is this doing for people that maybe don't have that? And I'm walking along. So I don't know. It just created some tensions within me. And I was like, I feel disconnected from people and disconnected actually from myself when I'm just positioning what I want people to see. Cause that's not real life. Social media is not real life. This is not real life. And it's easy to be on social media and say things you would never say in a conversation with someone Maybe you would, but you may not have a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, really we're very road. brave behind our screens. We're very brave behind yeah, our screens. And so, and then on the opposite side, if I was talking with someone, I probably would be much more transparent, much more authentic than I am on social media. And that's actually not a representation of who I am. 
And so that was part of my reason. And plus, I just felt it was taking up time that I was like, I can't get that back. And what do I have to show forth? Nothing. I could have watched a movie or whatever, a really good movie over two, three days. And here I have been watching. Right. What? what? I don't even know. Scroll. I don't know. So the same. We went off around the same time. And I have to say, I don't miss it. I don't miss it at all no i know same i know i I, there's a scripture that's coming to my mind from romans 12 and it says do not be conformed to the world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of god what is good acceptable and perfect and i love that scripture and it's that one kind of goes through my mind it's one of the ones that you know i memorized um over the years and it kind of runs through my mind as a um plumb line Hmm. you know as a plumb line measure to say like okay Am I being conformed to the world? And what is conforming my thinking? What is conforming my actions, the way that I'm thinking about things? Or am I being transformed by the renewal of my mind? You know, one of the things I noticed too, when you take a break from something like that and you take like a, like, like you're off it completely and then you maybe pick it up again, um, you, you all of a sudden see things from a very different perspective. Like I remember, you know, maybe it was six months or something like that. And then I had picked it up again and I just opened up a feed and read through. And as I was reading through the different things that were going on in people's lives or the different things that people were posting, some people I know, some people I don't know. I I remember reading it and feeling like, okay, now when I was on it all the time, I didn't even notice. I didn't, I didn't think it was weird or strange, but when I'd taken a break from it and come back, I thought, this is really strange that like we, and I put myself in this because I've been on it and I've done this, but like that we want like to put out there <laughs> all of this, both like sometimes very personal information, uh, sometimes very random and meaningless. Sometimes, you know, it's what I had for lunch. Other times it's deep heart you know, <laughs> cries, deep cries of our hearts, very personal details about our lives. Um, you know, and we're putting this out there for who? Like this audience of people that are combined of people we know, people we don't know. Mm-hmm. And I, as I started to like see it after being away, I was like, this is odd. Like if somebody described this to you before it ever existed, we would think like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why would anybody want to do that? And here it's become so normalized and not even just normalized. It's become like this thing that almost makes you feel like if you don't do it, mm-hmm. like you're missing out on something, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, then like, did it really happen? And if other people don't comment on what you did, like, did that, like, does that really matter? You know, is it, does that really have value or importance, you know? And you sort of get into this like game of approval or being seen or being validated or, you know, and it can go on both the positive side and the negative side. And so it's, it was just an interesting thing to see after being on Mm. what a odd Mm. concept this actually really is for all of us. Now, as I say this, this podcast is not necessarily about, it's not a bash against social media, even though it no. kind of sounds like it yeah. the way we're talking about it. Yeah. It's not. We're literally talking about personal decisions for yeah. us that yeah. have been beneficial. Again, Paul says everything is permissible. Not everything's beneficial. You've got to decide that for you. You know, and I know like a lot of people use social media for really, really 
positive things. Like it's, they really believe they're called to it. They really believe that it's a part of, Mm -hmm. you know, their expression and what they need to bring to the world. And there's been this part of me too, that as I've been off it has also prayed like, Lord, would you ever like, I'm open if you want to use mm-hmm. my life and my testimony, my story um, to help people on social media. I'm, I am open to doing that. Right now, I don't feel that's the platform or that's the place where the Lord wants to do that. But I do believe that some are called to, mm-hmm. do, to do that. And I have also seen like other friends who who really do use it as a, as a place of connection, mm-hmm. as a place of encouragement. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's powerful and beautiful and it can be. You have to be careful about what you're letting in and how that's influencing how you think and what you're doing, but you can also use it in really healthy and and positive ways. Again, it's much more about who we are than just these things that we're doing. So even as we lean into this conversation for us, it's not, we're not saying nobody, you know, it shouldn't exist. Nobody should be on it. We're just saying, be wise and be careful. And Mm -hmm. Do what the scriptures say. Don't be conformed to the ways of the mm-hmm. world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I know that I had to get off it to have some renewal come to my mind, um, even in terms of all of these things and just not wanting that or needing it or mm-hmm. looking for that or looking for that validation or feeling like, you know, even feeling like I needed to um, post on different events that you kind of feel the pressure to. Mother's Day. You always put the family picture up mm-hmm. of your family, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, your kids' birthdays, da, da, da. Like I always did all the, the tradition. And I was like, huh, I didn't this year. None of them. I didn't do any of them. The Christmas post, you know, <laughs> with the family photo and we're so happy and da, da, da. And I just thought, no, like I don't, I don't need it. I don't really want that. So anyways. I know the same thing happened to me. I, I think this was the first year I didn't post anything like that. And I love that you said that because I was also going to say like, this is no way yeah. is saying social media is bad or you shouldn't be doing it. I think you're just like exactly following your own conviction and knowing how it's affecting you. Yeah. Like just knowing that what you yeah. let into your eyes and what you let into, you are being influenced by yeah. everything. And so that caution and exactly, there's people that we know that use it for extraordinary reasons. And we even like exactly the same as you, we hold it lightly. Who knows what God has in the future for influence or what he would love us to minister on different platforms. Then it's his, we decide that. But at this season, I feel the same. And I, I don't miss that at all. I don't. And I feel like even during COVID, we've been connecting on so many different ways in a very intentional zoom way with people like in our face, not behind a screen posting, reading what they wrote, FaceTime with people. Yeah. That it, that's been extremely fulfilling for me to have, you know, and I, I think we w- probably will never go back to letting that completely go. Yeah. Because it has been really beautiful to have. And it's so, convenient. So convenient. Yeah. Meetings, you get to see everyone's faces. Yeah. And I know we're all sick of Zoom right now, but I'm just saying it's really how also said like, wow, before we relied so much on email or Facebook or, or face-to-face meetings or face-to-face too. Face-to-face meetings. Now we're like, oh, now we have this. And I have to be honest, I almost feel like this took the place of social media. Interesting. For me. The connection, like of the, the connection, connection piece. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit more authentic for yeah. me. It's a bit more like I can talk about my journey with you in a way that doesn't set it up like I'm perfect or my life is perfect. And I'm very conscious of that because I'm not. Yeah. And I don't want to be seen like that. Yeah. And I feel like if you don't even have conversations, you're not even able to kind of unpack. Like, how do you unpack that? Some people are brilliant at doing that. I'm not. Some people can unpack authentically what they're going through in such a beautiful way and like the victory and the try and the struggle. 
I can't. Like, I just can't write like that. So for me, this has kind of taken the place of social media. And uh, I just feel like even in our lives, like it's about appetites. It's about what God, what those Mm. appetites are. The more you kind of put Mm. your time and energy into something, it draws an appetite. That's what mm. happens. Wow. Isn't it? It's, yeah. we've, I, so I find when you've gone off it, it's like the appetite is Dries gone up. and you don't, you go back on, you're like, Oh, like, yeah, I might've read a few good posts, but I'm, I'm kind of done. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. I know about, uh, maybe, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I, um, started an Instagram account for Heartstrong. So I opened up my, my Instagram again, and I started an account for Heartstrong, and I I really prayed about it ahead of time. Like if you know if if just the Lord wanted that, or if that was even permissible or okay, um, or would be beneficial. And I felt like it could be a really awesome space mm-hmm. for people to. Um, again, just be encouraged by mm-hmm. the tremendous content that's coming out of Heartstrong, but also a place where somebody could serve, oh, a place where yeah. somebody can, you know, use some of the giftings and the passions that they have to begin to just share life and scripture and encouragement and all of that. And it's been really, really beautiful. But because I've put it back on my phone and started the account and kind of getting that up and running, I have gone back over into my own because you can like click back and forth um, and read a few stories and, you know, just a couple of times over the last like month, a few times. And um, it's so interesting because I can actually see a tie in between anxiety in my life um, that shows up after I scroll through my Instagram story oh, wow. where I don't usually have anxiety, like feel it in my body. Like, uh, like I would almost say ever, like it doesn't, I don't feel anxiety in my body, but after I scroll through a thing, like a, a post of stories, if I'm on there for, you know, 20 minutes, a half an hour, and I just read through what my friends are doing and, and what they're posting and da da da. I'll have this wave of anxiety that kind of just comes on me. And I like, I don't know if everybody else is like that. I don't know Mm. um, if that's just unique to me, but with the surge in anxiety in our culture right now, there's gotta be a correlation between like taking in so much information that really we were never meant to carry like for us to know about people we've never even met, intimate details about their life and what's going on, and for us to take that on into our hearts, like that's mm. not healthy. We were never meant mm. to carry all of that. And then add into that mix all of the people we do know and we love and we care about. And then we see all of the things that they're just going through, dealing with, had a good day, had a hard day, you know, like just the variety of things that are going on. And then we piled all of that on into our hearts. Like it is no wonder um, that there's anxiety. Then you mix in that, um, you know, people are posting again, where we are supposed to fall on this issue or that and maybe the tensions we're having with maybe having a different opinion about that or maybe thinking Mm. wanting to think more about that but being told how to think about that that's a weight and a pressure Mm. that is like really really heavy that we're just we weren't meant to carry we weren't meant to carry and so for me i actually can see that there's this direct correlation between anxiety 
And when I take all of that on or just take all of that in, I don't even want to say on, take it into me. Mm. Um, yeah, between how it makes me feel. And so I, I just say that as a point of saying like, be aware, just be aware. Like if you are a person that has a lot of anxiety or struggles with anxiety or struggles with issues of anxiety and just feels that deeply in your heart, like be aware of what you're taking in because all of that is got to go somewhere and you were never meant to carry the Mm. weight of everyone's life, everyone's journey, their opinion of how you should think about what's going on in this part of the world and that part of the world and COVID and the government and all these things and all these opinions that are flying out that you have to read and then you have to decide where you fall on that. You were never meant to carry Mm. all of that every day, all day, as you pick it up over and over and over again, all day long. So I just, I think we need to pay attention Mm. to that. And the other thing that's so interesting about it too, is that, you know, as I've gone on a few times, how quickly we can get like, like we like what we see and we become curious and we want to see more or we want to follow someone more or you see something that's going on in someone's life and it piques your curiosity and you kind of go back and you want to see it the next day again and then you want to see it the next day again the addictive nature Mm. of the way that it's designed Mm -hmm. and I've felt this conviction like from the Lord of like even going on a couple times or a couple days in a row or whatever and I felt like oh I felt this conviction but also the tension of like that war between flesh you know, flesh Mm. and spirit of like, this is a temptation. Mm -hmm. Like this is actually a temptation when you let it back into your life, you kind of push through the feelings of like, "Eh, I don't really like it, but I'm attracted to it and I'm drawn back in. And then you go back a couple more times. It's there's a, like, there's a battle for, Mm. um, for staying away. It's a temptation. And I can feel that. I can feel that tension. So it's very, very interesting. And it's a powerful has a powerful, you know, it's designed that way. It's designed to literally hook you in and get you to need it, want it, get a hit off of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know it is, it is quite something. Cause hey? when I think about when, when I was on Facebook, if I actually would calculate the amount of hours I was on Facebook, it's quite fascinating when you think about what you could have done. You don't get that back that time. And when you walk away, what, what was it even good? And I'm not saying like you don't have, you shouldn't ever relax or everything has, to, I'm not saying that. But when I actually think when I'm relaxing, I could watch a really good movie and be like, that was, I'll read a good book or it'd be like, oh, I'll go for a nice walk. Like that was really fulfilling. That really, but it's the same feeling when you watch a really dud movie. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh you're like, yeah, what a waste. I, and you always say, I can't get that hour and a half back what of my life. Waste. What a waste. But actually that kind of happens with Facebook. It was like lots of dead movies over and over. You just yeah. keep going back. Because it's a drain. It's, it's not, a drain. Like it's not neutral. No. It no. actually sucks life from you. Yeah. There's so few that use it in a way that is really like edifying and lifting. And the rest, you just, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just, yeah. So we're just, we're just putting it out there. Take it or leave it. This is just our own journey with it. If you're on Facebook, no judgment. We're just saying that right off. I'm not going to scroll you on and be like, oh, wow, they're still on Facebook. <laughs> and to be honest, I haven't even taken off my messenger because I still have so many people yeah, same. 
message me on messenger which yeah. i love yeah like that's, and we're on facebook on sundays like that's right online and that's right so yeah like we're you we we have to use some of these apps for Absolutely. just even parts of our job and yeah and different things like that but yeah so you just yeah we're still like connecting to people but the actual scrolling and viewing i've kind of disengaged from completely and but we we're just saying like this is really your own journey and yeah. you really sometimes have to take some of these things and say is this worth it like yeah. is this really worth it yeah and even if you take a week and just calculate how much time you put on, you'd be like, what? I just spent 10 yeah. hours this week on yeah. that? What could you do with 10 TikTok. hours? TikTok. TikTok is the... Now, that's something I haven't yet gotten well, into. Well, I mean, I, I have never got into it either, but this is ta like TikTok's taking over like <laughs> not just our kids, our kids, 20s, 30s, like TikTok is all i mean even old even more even more you're seeing like more and more even moms our age getting into making tiktoks like like three times a day like what who's got time for that? i think we made a couple tiktoks <sighs> with v i oh, think so yeah, when like she was doing ones? like fun yeah. ones yeah but i don't think i've ever even been on the app of tiktok oh it's insane like i guess it's a whole like it just, yeah. and it's the same thing. You could, yeah. it could be any random. Well, and I think the thing with TikTok that's even weirder is that I think you mostly watch people you don't know. Like it's not even the people you, I mean, I think you follow people, you know, if you want to, but I don't think it's, it's about that. I think it's more like following people you don't know and just it's watching like a show. Their, yeah. A show like watching their It's fun. like a TikTok show. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it is, it is forming people, you know, telling them what to wear telling them what to think, telling them what to do. Like it is very much like, and it's doing that to our kids and the younger generation and not even just our kids though. It's, it's, it's impacting people of all ages. So yeah, it's, that one's a little bit scarier in terms of the influence, the level of influence, mm -hmm. um, that, you know, you can, you can see from it and yeah, you've got to be quite like you have to have some, some discipline and some willpower not to let that influence okay. you and how to act and how to think and what opinions to have. Cause yeah, it's, it's very forming, very, very profoundly forming. Wow. It's so interesting too, because even as we started to launch HeartStrong, I um, really prayed about like posting about HeartStrong on my own social media, like wanting to post about it because I was so excited about it. Um, well, I still am like, I'm so excited about what God's doing and there's so much to, testify and there's so much to share and I really genuinely took time like with the Lord just to say like like can I do this and I genuinely did not feel like a release to do that mm. um you know so we do run a heartstrong account that's just it's a new account and it's for the people who are part of heartstrong or anybody who wants to just be encouraged but I just didn't feel a release and again it's part of that like that vision that the Lord gave me of this heartstrong being sort of this underground movement, like not one mm. that, you know, has mass promotion and marketing behind. And because like, it is so awesome. Hmm. Like if we used the world's ways to market it, like it, we could, you know, we could do whatever we wanted with it in terms of like how the world would market. But that deep, prophetic sense that this was to be something that sort of happened in hiddenness mm. in us like deep in our spirits the preparation of it the mm. um and 
it's happening even beyond my wildest imagination. But, but yeah, that's part of it. Like that's part of it is just like, no, don't use the world's ways to do like to promote like what I'm doing. And so, yeah, Mm -hmm. even just felt that constraint in, in praying about that. And in, and and I think that's exactly how the Lord wants to speak to all of us. Mm -hmm. Like ask God, should I post this? Yeah. Take time to say, like, I really believe God wants to get into that much detail in our lives, you know? And if you take time to ask and really seek him and really listen, I believe he'll tell you, yes, this will be an encouragement. No, this is too much about you. This is self-indulgent. No, you're looking for something you're not going to get by posting this. Yes, this will edify and bring life. Post this. I really believe God wants to be as powerful. Absolutely. Right? Like that much involved in everything we do because it all is meant to bring glory to his Mm -hmm. name. Mm -hmm. And so he wants to lead us and he wants us to seek him for how to live that out every single day. So, yeah. Well, I love that. eh? I think that's a great reminder. Like where are we getting our fixes? Where are we getting our hits? Like where's our appetites? Like this is all part of it. And for some, it's not. They're able to kind of say, no, like that doesn't affect me like that. That's amazing. And like you're praying about it. You're doing it in a way that you feel like is like it's working. Like there's a beautiful flow. But for some of us, I was included in that. It's like feeling that, okay, there's a check here. Mm -hmm. There's Mm -hmm. a check here. And this is not meant to fill any space that God alone can fill. And so I think that's just a reminder for us to just kind of like just reassess things. And sometimes it's seasons. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's a seasonal thing. I could be back on. I don't know. I'm not saying this like, I'm not saying a blanket statement. I might be on TikTok tomorrow doing like five a day. (laughs) (laughs) My kids are, I just never have been on. I know they've posted some stuff, but I've just never scrolled TikTok. It's just, I got no time for that. (laughs) But no, but you never know. And I'll be like, so, but seriously, sometimes it is seasons that God is just having you step away from, but doesn't mean it's forever. Yeah. But just this whole heart of this conversation is not, like this is bad, this is bad, don't do that. It's a matter of saying, just reassess, take a step back, just have a good check, be aware. Be, just be intentionally aware. Yeah. And uh, and then move from there and ask the Holy Spirit and move move forward with that. What yes, you feel totally. Peace about. Did you watch that documentary on Netflix? Uh, the, what was oh, it yeah, called? That might the have been, Social Dilemma? That might have even sealed the deal yeah, for me. Yeah, I think we watched that last year around this time. Yeah, totally. Oh. About just even how the algorithms are designed to yeah. get you addicted. And to suck you in. And to suck you right in and even how they entice you to come back and even the notifications are set up in such a way to get you to open it up because they make money on how often you connect to it, how many clicks you do, da, 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 da. it's all like it's all money. It's all money. So and that it's even the founders designed to hook you <laughs> to to get you addicted and it's designed like a drug. Yeah. Like it gives you a hit like a drug, like it gives you the endorphins and the serotonin and the like the I, for, I forget all the all the ones. Yeah. But yeah. But wasn't it crazy when they, even in the movie it was talking of the documentary was saying that even like the founders of these things, their kids aren't allowed to have them. Yeah. Like their families are off limits from them. And the one was so addicted. He talked about it as well that he had to like stop like it was such an addiction as well. I'm like, OK. These people that created this are like, <laughs> my children can't have it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's quite fascinating because yeah. they even know what they're doing. It's not just this innocent. No. And it's saying like, you're the product. Anyways, if you you're haven't the walked, product. if you're kind of like questioning it, 
we really encourage you like this is not we we're not yeah. being hired for this we're not sponsored. yeah no, we're no. not making any shackles <laughs> off that we're just encouraging you to go watch the social dilemma and yeah. it will it's riveting yeah and it just takes, kind of makes you take a step back and be like oh this is yeah there's an agenda here too yeah. this is not just innocent no it's not innocent no it's so good yeah no it is it's powerful and i think too you know sometimes people you know church god religion the bible you know can get a bad rap from the world or from people who've walked away from faith just saying like you know it's too hard there's too many rules like there's too many you know expectations there's too much judgment there's too much and then i just contrast that with honestly the way of the world like that you you know that you get into on social media and i think i i'm pretty sure the gospel of social media and all of it telling you what you're supposed to think what you're supposed to do what you're supposed to what opinion you're supposed oh, to be on good. all of the rules like there are so many rules like what you can and cannot say now it is absolutely legalistic like if you actually think you know following jesus and being in faith is legalistic the world of social media is more legalistic than anything the scriptures have ever tried to teach us or lead us in the way of social media, the way of the world, the way of, you know, popular culture. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's, it's like a vice. It's a vice. And if you get on the wrong side of it, you will be, you will be completely canceled. Like mm -hmm. you will be literally trashed if you just say one accidental wrong thing that's insensitive to somebody or that they deem inappropriate or whatever 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 you can't make a mistake and so like I, I just think that pressure that pressure is intense mm. that pressure is intense and no wonder we feel anxious no wonder mm. you know we get paralysis mm. we try to go to post something we don't know if it's the right thing we don't know if I worded it right I don't know if yes. I said am I who am I going to offend like all of this but literally Jesus said like I am the way of life like I have come to bring you abundant life. And yes, there may be a way to live into that. Yes, there is a way we're called to live. And yes, that might have constraints, just like I'm talking about today. But those constraints are actually promised to give you life. The constraints of the way of the world, they will bring you death mm. every single time. Death, stress, anxiety, and the way you're trying to get acceptance, the way you're trying to fit in in that way is literally like a vice, mm. like a vice grip, like a prison that you've put yourself in. And so honestly, like I, I just think, yeah, I just think church and, you know, the Bible sometimes gets a bad rap on all of that when there is this whole other way of religion <laughs> of the world of worldliness that is pretty intense right now. Mm. That is a pretty intense and pretty hard to live up to. Wow. Hey, Laura, that's a powerful way of unpacking and kind of concluding our talk about social media because it really is. That's true. Don't you feel that? Yes, that's so true. Mm -hmm. I absolutely mm -hmm. feel that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But wow. it's promising empowerment, but it doesn't yeah. actually yeah. deliver because it just keeps moving the target every time. Wow. Right. Wow. Wow. Yeah. There's so. a, there's an awakening moment right there. That's yeah. really powerful. That's a beautiful way of phrasing it. Yeah. Profound. Yeah. So good. Oh. Well, anyways, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, you know, we just wanted to kind of chat about, you know, where we are a year later. Mm. And again, that temptation kind of never goes away because there's influence. It's, it's an influencer in our lives. Mm. But I know for myself and I know for you too, Rhonda, we've just found life outside of it. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we would 
love, you know, for you to explore that too, because maybe there's life for you too. Mm. Um, if you're finding that there's a, a weight or a noose or a expectation or, you know, just this, the addiction of needing affirmation, needing likes, needing, you know, that whole world. It's just, yeah, it's not real. No. And it's never ending. It'll never, it'll ending. never, there's never enough. Hmm. There's never enough on the other side of it. And Wow. Well, I love that. And I think we're just even once again, talking about dialing down noise. Mm. It says, be still and know that I am God. And I think to be able to really hear from God and be able to really have a connection with God, we need to dial down the noise. And all of this is noise. Yeah. It just, so it's dialing it down and saying, okay, God, like I want to, I want you to be the dominant voice. And not that all these things are bad, but sometimes those dials are riding really high Mm -hmm. and God is just saying, no, dial it right down and put my voice higher. It's yeah. always higher. Mm-hmm. And so may you feel the voice of God in this, even this conversation we've had, if you feel a conviction or you feel something in your spirit, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And just bring it before the Lord and start to pray and say, what do you want me to do with this? And see it that it's not, God doesn't take things away to rob and to steal. He does it for our good. There's things that, you know, in these areas, when we feel convictions, we feel like this is something I got to lay down. It's for our good to dial down. He sees the anxiety, the noise, the stress that some of this brings. So hear your, your savior's voice, the King, he's calling to you, but you have to hear him because he wants you to follow, but you got to be able to hear his voice. And so may you hear his voice and may you know your King really loves you and he's worthy of all your, your devotion. And so follow him with everything you have. So beautiful. And hold fast. Hold fast to Jesus. He is the way of life. He is the way of life in every single part where you need life. Exchange whatever it is you've got now for the way of Jesus. He is life. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and He is always with you.